Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Fighters podcast. My name is Connor. I'm Rebecca. I'm Carl. I'm Omar. Alright, I guess uh, yeah, everyone's content with that order. We're all here. Um, yeah, so we're back. Uh, we're finally talking about Heroes for Hire 6 and 7, which was supposed to be months ago. But, uh, you know, stuff <laughs> happened. More interesting stuff happened, I guess. Not necessarily better stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, we're right back at part two of this arc. If you remember, we did issue five ages ago with a special guest from the Daredevil and Iron Fist Tumblr. So, uh, this is issue six, and the writer of this, these two issues are John Ostrander, Penciler, Pascal Ferry, Inca, Jamie Mendoza... Uh, Literer, John Babcock, colorist, Joe Rosa, editor, Mark Bernardo, and then the one above all is Bob Harris. Uh, so the cover has fighty-fighty happening. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's very bright and colorful and kind of ugly. And it's a wraparound cover, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, well, they refer to it as a wraparound cover in the comics, so presumably it is. Right. Mm-hmm. I must have missed that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, fighty-fighty cover, it's fine. Everyone's fighting. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, awesome. All out battle. Awesome opening page. Yeah. Yes. Especially for Iron Fist fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the best page in there. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we have Iron Fist standing um, in the middle, punching. and uh, I'm trying to, I'm like, kind of trying to follow that trail of that punch and figure out what's going on. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. It's just a very cool iron punch. It's a very cool pose. Falling backwards, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't think these things fully make sense. It's it just looks a like good action. spun around or something, but yeah, it's a great action. Yeah, it looks uh, like a punch just... I did in high school or something. Spinning <laughs> uppercuts. Spinning around and uh, punching oh, is everybody. He doing a, is he doing a show, uh, show can or whatever from Street Fighter? That would make sense, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like it. But, Maybe uh, Pascal Ferry was uh, playing uh, Street Fighter when he did this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So there's been the big ambush. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. This Eternal stuff puts me to sleep. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, you're not the and only someone, one. I think, I think I missed the last issues you covered. I think I wasn't here for it. And I, had, I didn't go back and read them. And I was like, totally lost. Yeah. I, like, I just... <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's messy. Oh, the previous issue was so messy. That was all we yeah. talked about was how messy and boring it was because it was like I don't know, it was just it, all out of nowhere. It's like all this stuff about the Eternals. It felt like it was continuing from another comic, and is mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I mean, I like the design of the weird gold person. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so door, yeah, we have uh. They aren't doing particularly well. No, um, they're doing pretty badly. 
yeah, everyone's basically losing, uh, except Danny, which is nice for once. Uh, yeah, for change. <laughs> and he's, so he's fighting, uh, Luke Cage and Mike Tiger get taken out. Which is unusual, but kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, Luke Cage taken out by that, I don't remember any of I mean, Luke guys names. is taken uh, out relatively often. Yeah, I don't remember that. I, but, yeah. I like how the I remember guy... their names as they tell you them, and that's it. Yeah. I, I like what the guy looks like who takes out Luke, like, big head or whatever. Um... Yeah, so he's being, being taken, out by, taken out by a deviant here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're fighting. Beat. The deviants are being mind-controlled, and they have to fight them. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, White Tiger gets shocked while they're transforming into tiger thing um mm-hmm. anyway um so Arif is fighting then he hears someone talking to him which distracts him he gets punched and then the guy distracts him is like whoops sorry and we have uh go I don't know how to pronounce his name I don't know how to pronounce his name but he can shapeshift and he looks like the devil deliberately because he thought it was funny um yeah that, yeah that is funny <laughs> I mean I like this crow? guy it's crow uh, isn't it which one's yeah, crow it's kind of like hellboy <laughs> <laughs> well, he does call uh, it Ant-Man, calls him Hellboy. Does he? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. See, I was... Yeah, I'll... You'll have to point it out when it happens. Um, but yeah, this guy... Uh, Warlord Crow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and he's against Gua or whatever. Gua. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever his name is. Gua. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Galt, and you know exactly why. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, he's like, my gun is stalking. Did you do that? It's your gun. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so they. I love the gun talk. Yeah, that's a very cute little uh, back and forth. They team up and run off, uh, and then we get, you know, from bad guys. Sorry for any Eternals fans here. I switched off at this point. Um, like, I didn't switch off. I was still reading. I still knew what was going on, but I can't really bother going into their plan. Like, it's kind of like, what, well, Celestials are coming. He doesn't want... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. This is... <laughs> I a... don't know too much about these, the, the Celestials and the Deviants and the Eternals, but uh, uh, I read this one after... Uh, I think a month after watching the Eternals, so... You know, it kind of g- gave me a bit of context between, uh, mm. uh, for the, uh, I don't know if it made me understand the movie better or it, or the movie made me understand this comic better. So it's one of those. Yeah, well, Crows so, in, in the movie, so. Yeah. Um, so Daddy and Crow are talking, and so we get, um, sort of what's going on and what's been happening. Uh, then uh, Ant Man pops up, and Ant Man is their secret ally. Yeah, Scott was... Langer. He's been the one talking the whole time. And I remember thinking, like, uh, when I came into this, like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? This is Ant Man. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was, yeah, know, I was satisfied with sense, that. Yeah, uh, it's like that's why you didn't see him, but I've yeah. been here all along. Yeah, it makes yeah, it makes You're perfect sense. Talking Coke machine this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right there when yeah, he shows the uh... full size, he says, "Easy, Hellboy." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. and this is uh, Scott Lang. Yeah. For those uh, wondering, it's not Hank Pym. Well, Eric O'Grady, since we've got Thunderbolts coming up. Um, 
yeah, so he's like, I'm part of Heroes for Hire, and Daddy's like, what? I'm the team leader, why was I told? I know, actually? Hammond's not very good at telling Danny stuff. Well, I get why I didn't tell mm-hmm. him, though. Yeah. Because if he knew, then Danny would have wanted him to fight with him, and then, yeah. you know, he wouldn't have been able to spring him, so... Uh, yeah, I like the fact that uh, it's, uh, it's a surprise to him, so yeah. it uh, adds a little bit of a mystery to what uh, Hammond is actually doing with the uh, Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Ant-Man's looking for some ants, and there's a little little bug he finds instead. Uh, yeah. His name is Ignatz. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a miniature kind of pterodactyl. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. Yeah, and then we cut, we cut to Black Knight with a funny expression on his face. Uh, looks like he's constipated. Um, <laughs> Black Knight, yeah. And then <laughs> uh, Cersei, no, don't kill him. I don't know why. That just made me laugh. Um, who's this guy with the sword? Using his sword, he looks. He's, uh, what's his face, the reject who took out White Tiger. Oh, so is that, like... Yeah, yeah, that is that guy. Is that a suit of armor, or is that a disco outfit? I don't know which one it is. I mean, it's kind of a mix between the two, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the 90s. (laughs) It's definitely the 90s. So, anyway, there's this whole thing, um... Guar is like, hey, if you... You know, if you don't help me do this anti-mind thing, I'm going to, you know, kill him. So she's like, all right, fine. And then Thena's like, hey, you know, you blamed me for saving my kids, and now you do it like this. Uh, You team up this quickly. So I thought that was funny. Uh, That was funny. Because, yeah, yeah, last issue... Cersei, yeah. Cersei will do anything. Last issue, Cersei was getting up Thena for... Turning current, even though her family was uh, rested, you know, so he's just looking not great. Um, anyway, so Ant Man is on the search. Yeah, and they've got he this finds the cage and White Tiger. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with White Tiger. This is so weird. It's Looks like they got her in a bubble of water. They're just barely yeah. giving her enough O2. If you listen. Yeah, what they're yeah, saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, these... These these things must be something that exists already. I don't doubt they were invented just for this issue. Um, no. Uh, you know, cool little prison, whatever. Weird, weird <laughs> elaborate prison. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Luke's like, oh, you got to give more air. And they're like, ah, oh, but if we gave him more air, she'd escape. <laughs> I mean... Okay, yeah, maybe she would. Yeah. Very smart. <laughs> so, Scott Lang takes out the control ship on this big Humpty Dumpty guy. Um, and... Luke, the angry beat. <laughs> Luke, Luke gets free, White Tiger gets free. That does look like water. Uh, so she's free. Blah, sound effects. Uh... Ant-Man flies off on his bug, and they head off to the throne room, and then Danny is like... Uh, I like this part. 
What does he say? He's going to blow up the master control chip or something with the his iron fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. he was told, "I doubt that one blow will solve anything." And then I, Iron Fist says, "Depends on the blow." Yeah. I like all the art, by the way. I know because this blow is straight from Colombia. <laughs> Back to talking about drugs again. But I think I think all the art seems pretty good, uh, even if plus a bit out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not my it's not my preferred style, but it's yeah. it grows on me the more I get used to seeing it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, the colors yeah. the colors jar me a bit more, like how right. intense they are. I'm not used to that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I guess it's probably the color. But I, I, I like the art. Um, I think it's it's uh, much better than uh, than some of the art uh, currently in Marvel. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Wow. Pascal there is pretty good for me. <laughs> That's a pretty, <laughs> such, such, so. such a taste thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you compare it with the last two, uh, I mean, the last one, Heart of the Dragon and... Uh, and this series, the ongoing one right now, I prefer Pascal Ferry's art. I thought Heart of the Dragon had good art. I thought Heart of the Dragon had good mm-hmm. art. I, I, I take yeah, the point good. about the new run. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I. Yeah, I don't know. I, do, I don't like comparing like that. It's just really 90s, mm-hmm. and we've moved away from the style. Yes. And as like I said, the more uh-huh. I read comics that were done in this style and more I get used to it but when you first go back to it it feels a bit like oh mm. what's going on I like uh, Gua's big anti-life machine anti-mind whatever I'm guessing yeah, yeah. came up with yeah same thing for both uh, uh, but he's got all these things in like these sort of they look like amber um, going up he's gonna basically kill a bunch of deviants to fuel his big doom machine and He's like, he'll kill Thena's children, and he's going to kill Black Knight as well. Thena's like, no, you promised. Uh, so, you know, Squire idiots kind of... <laughs> like, if you killed everyone but them, then maybe they wouldn't have broken out, you know? But, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Black Knight, now that he doesn't have a sword to his throat, says Avalon. And uh, his armor and sword and shield teleport on him. And uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. I mean, it's a cool page. A, a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's this weird Thena's children I like this are like page these. The most. Yeah, Thena's children are hilarious. Yeah, this is like golden, golden child, <laughs> and this, um, this is little black child. Yeah. Dark, black as dark, in dark, color, yeah. not as in skin. Yeah, yeah. No, like mm. black as the night. Dark uh, energy. Yeah. Dark energy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. So it says one light and one dark. And uh, anyway, things are happening. Uh, Ant Man gets eaten by like a horse thing. <laughs> like the expression uh, as he goes slow. It's like a uh, it's like a baboon horse hybrid. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, baboon. Yeah, yeah. Deviant eater. Like a... Oh yeah, says it. <laughs> okay, deviant anteater. Carl. I'm gonna be honest. I was skimming a little bit yeah. when I was. And he uses the blast to blow out its teeth. Yeah, that was disgusting. Uh, what do we get? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. Brain. <laughs> Big brain. 
the anti-mind is a giant brain that's sending out shockwaves. I mean, yeah, this is kind of cool. It's like, you know, end-of-the-world stake sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah because we, they're big... supposed to replace the Avengers, right? So mm-hmm. probably why we have a story this big with the, yeah. the end-of-the-world at stake. They yeah. have, like, the big tooth head. This head kind of looks like a big tooth or a thumb. I don't know. Uh, and uh, stuff is so what the is it the anti mine that fires and then uh, yeah yeah black knight absorbs it in his shield of night and reflects it back with uh, the sort of light sort of light right uh, so they decided that. Okay, uh, Gwar's like, Black Knight's the greatest threat, I'm going to kill him first, and then, you know, the kids go all Power Rangers and combine into the Dark Angel. Uh, yeah. And sort of flies... Yeah, upside down face. Yeah. And, the uh, you know, it fights the anti-mind. Mm-hmm. And Athena takes over the anti-mind or something. Look, I mean, if you guys want to cover this part, that's cool. I don't even know what's going on half the time, but I do like the Dark Angel's wing. That looks cool. Yeah. Athena shatters the leak between the Deviants and the anti-mind, is dispersed into its component beings, and the Daddy shatters the device which is controlling the Eternals. And you know, Gwar's like you've ruined my again. plans and someone and they may have doomed us all, someone should pay and then that's the end of the issue is they're squaring off against a bunch of things. Uh you know, I'm not I was talking to Rebecca earlier, but yeah, I'm not, not super into these turtles. Uh I like I like some of the visual designs and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just not a good introduction to them. I don't think it is particularly because yeah. everything's very rushed and everything's very quick and you know like mm-hmm. uh, it's still quite messy. So yeah, uh, yeah. You don't get a chance to sort of like know yeah, what catch, is doing what breath. any of them are doing. Yeah. This is definitely being forced. Hey guys, apologies. Some crazy stuff happened. There was technical difficulties while I was editing, and the next part is just not recoverable at all. So, uh, yeah, sorry if it sort of jumps and doesn't make much sense, but I couldn't really do anything. Um, if you probably knew them, if you were, you know, a, a fan of the Eternals back then, then you probably would have enjoyed this one. Uh, yeah. It kind of has that feel of the um, the X-Men going up against the, uh, the Imperial Guard thing somewhat um, from uh, when they're in space so that's how it kind of feels like but since we you know you're, you're more familiar with the X-Men and the Imperial Guard and uh, the way Chris Claremont writes it it's you know it's a bit based you know it's not as fast as this one so I mean John Ostrander is a, a pretty good writer and I, I just think you know this was you know too fast paced for 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 yeah, a bunch of characters that we know very little about. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, 
Do you want to move on to issue seven, or do you want to? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I have nothing else to say about six. Yeah. <laughs> Scott has something to say. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> issue seven. But next is the Thunderbolts. Yes. Uh, issue mm-hmm. seven had characters I don't know anything about, but I like this better than the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, here's the higher the cover is. You know, the Heroes of Hire going up against the Thunderbolts. We have Ant-Man, Black Knight, Luke Cage going up against uh, Atlas slash Goliath, Citizen 5 slash Baron Zemo, and I can't remember that guy's name. No White Tiger. Uh, oh yeah, she's not around in this issue. No. So they're about to start fighting as we left off last issue. Well, they are start fighting, but then Gwar's like, Halt! You know, a lot of the lives of war by people in senseless thing. Blah, 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 blah. Look, let, oh God, let, just get past all this. Uh, <laughs> it's, there is a lot of blah, blah, blah. Just a giant tooth man who I love. Uh, you know, he's cool. But yeah, Thena, White Tiger takes Thena's children off and Thena is a creation of the High Evolutionary. Uh, I can't remember who that guy is. <laughs> And she reveals that uh, she was created by the High Evolutionary. Yeah. Uh, who is that guy again? Uh, kind of messes like, with things, TNA. Yeah, messes with things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, I, I can't remember... I think, you, look, you, I think you see more of him later in this series, if, I don't, if yes. I'm not wrong. That's the yes. very famous animal cover, right? He does a lot of hybrids and messing around with people's yeah. powers and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. right. has a shock Ford. reaction, and I was like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah, no, and there's um, there may I think he's due to be in one of the MCU things potentially. Oh, goody, um, yeah. I think you're me an explanation, Tiger. Daddy says with his hands on his hips. Uh, <laughs> So White Tiger goes off with the kids. Cersei is like, uh, oh, we have such a bond, Black Knight, Dane. <laughs> and Dane's like, I don't know, Cersei, I was torn between you and Crystal, and now she's dead. Killed by unsought. I need time to think. Yeah. yeah. So, Dane, I'm like, I'm Let's not ready for another relationship yet. <laughs> and Cersei goes, you know, you act as if you all have the time in the world, and she kind of storms off. Uh, not a breakup, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And now they're back. On the ship, submarine, and they get a call from Hammond, who says, uh, Super Adaptoid, who just seems like a Mazo. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah, exactly. In fact, who came first? I'm going to look this up uh, <laughs> so I can take jabs at whoever. Let's say a Mazo. I mean, that's a me. safe assumption, but um, you guys keep going while I research this. Yeah, so Jim gives, uh, says that uh, he's talking about what they need to do next. So this is a live cam feed from the basement. The super, super adaptoid is active again. Um, they all look shocked. And then they find out that Scott's daughter is in the super adaptoid. And that's why it hasn't been able to access the files on the Avengers, but we don't know how long she can hold it off. Obviously, Scott's like, oh no, my daughter. 
And they were like, don't worry, let's do it. We'll be there as soon as possible. Says Iron Fist. Iron Fist out. Yeah, I like how how Danny's a real leader here. Yeah. And I like the fact that he he confronted Hammond about not telling him about Ant-Man. I mean, this is uh, issue seven. Yeah. Uh, found out only in issue six that uh, he had a, a hidden member. Yeah. So, so it was very leader-like of him to confront uh, one of his uh, friends, partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that part. Amazo beats out Adaptoid by six years. Not entirely six surprised. Okay. Huh? I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um. They. They. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, we get. They're heading back, and we get. Hammond's calling these guys in the Thunderbolts. Uh, I did not know what the hell was going on here. Uh, is that actually Songbird, or is that? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! You never read the Thunderbolts? No. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Back in the day, when they first got introduced, yeah. that comic is top notch. Yeah. Yeah, that is Songbird, another Jewish character so, in Marvel. Wait. But I thought I never got to read Thunderbolts too, except for the issues where where Danny was there. I thought these guys were pretending to be, so like they, Baron Zemo. They pretending... are. They are. Yeah, they're still pretending to be. Mm-hmm. They're all villains. But you said that's actually Songbird. She's it is. Sides. Yeah. But, uh, but that's not actually Citizen Five. That's not actually Atlas, right? Yeah, it's Atlas, and it is Citizen Five. No, but it's Baron Zero pretending to be Citizen Five, isn't it? Or That's is... who Citizen yeah, Five yeah. is. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I mean, so is Goliath. These are all the people that they are, but they're pretending to be. Ah, uh, so these are their fictional heroes that they've come up with. Yes. Okay, yes. now I'm on board. Right. But yeah. Songbird does actually switch sides later. And right. So she is. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I. Yeah, now I'm sense. not. I'm not too sure who this Goliath is. Mentions later uh, on that he he tussled with uh, Luke before, but uh, I'm not too sure who this Goliath is. The only Goliath that I knew that I know of is uh, Hank Pym. Yeah, he's so, mostly people just know him as Atlas now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He looks Citizen Five looks so evil. Like he does, right? It's like hard to imagine how anyone would be. Oh yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah, I just love the fact that the Australian and the the English woman call him Citizen Five, when everyone in America I knew called him Citizen V. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Citizen V. So what is it anyway? V no, or Five? Yeah. <laughs> if Americans say V, then it's fully V. Yeah. Because uh, they're the ones who wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Citizen V. <laughs> but in the, in the actual series of Thunderbolts, uh-huh. um, another Citizen V slash 5 does show up claiming yeah. to be the original. And I'm sorry, but unfortunately, because it's 20 plus years ago, I don't remember how that pans out. <laughs> yeah, I've not read it in ages. Yeah, must be. And then even at one point, I believe Citizen uh, was a female for a short period of time. I don't remember what happened with that either. 
but no, the original the original introduction and probably good four years of Thunderbolts was incredible. That's mm, really good okay. concept. Who's the who's the first writer of uh, Thunderbolts? Do you know? No, I don't remember yeah. offhand. Hawkeye was even a Thunderbolt for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It might be. Kratusia? I think that yeah, I think so. I think that's why they reference him. Um, oh, okay. Later. Yeah, yeah, so that's why it's good. Cut Busiek and Mark Bagley. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's why it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there, there is, there is rumors and talking that uh, this might be, they might be popping up on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. People have been speculating for a while that they could do with a good bad guys team, so whether we get Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts or whatever. We, we're getting some of the people now, you know, they could create a Thunderbolts from some of the characters they've got now, so it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a bunch of them now. Um, and they even have Absorbing Man from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Mm-hmm. So their whole plan is they want to They'll help Oracle out with this super adaptoid, and while they're doing it, they'll steal a bunch of information on the Heroes for Hire and the Avengers and all this sort of stuff. Uh, pretty simple plan. You know, it's a pretty straightforward, which is nice for once um, <laughs> after yeah. the past couple of issues. Uh, so... Yeah, they're like, oh, look, I'm just going to hook it to the mainframe. I just need to download files on Super Adaptoid. It's like, oh, you know, we have sensitive information. I don't know if you should. And he's like, oh, no, Scout's on or I won't download anything that I shouldn't. And, like, Citizen 5 is so evil looking. So Scott Lang's daughter is still in the room because uh, her mind's in the Adaptoid, so her body's just, like, lying there. Uh... And Adaptoid's... What's his goal again? He wants information on the Avengers, right? To kill them? Yeah. 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 So then Atlas punches Super Adaptoid genius, and then Super Adaptoid gets his powers. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, This guy's trying to hack into the secret files that alarm goes off, which is pretty funny. He's like, yeah, that'll yeah, no, that's quite funny. Of... Like, yeah, I like the way he says that their man, the powers that he's getting are their masters of evil powers. Not yeah, sort yeah. Of fake Thunderbolt ones. So. And um, yeah, Jim Hammond's like that alarm only goes off if you're trying to access files you shouldn't be. It's like, oh, sorry, it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, they all start fighting um, Amazo. Uh, uh, sorry, Super Adaptor. He looks like the Beetle. <laughs> Is one of these dudes the Beetle? Yeah. Yeah, Mark Five. Yes, yes. Huh, that's cool. I don't know who the Beetle is. Uh, this is Puckers. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um... So they're. They figure out they're like, okay, we'll kill the kid, but we'll make it look like an accident. Uh, that might shut Super Adaptoid down. 
Yeah. And Moonstone's like, oh, don't make anyone suspicious. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> We're going to do it anyway. Uh, so he jumps off with his sword and he's like, cover me, I'll go for the girl. And Ant-Man's not happy. He just showed up. Because obviously, you know, she's Ant-Man's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so the heroes for hire show up, uh, kind of a motley mix. You have Ant-Man, Power-Man, Iron Fist, and a dude on a Pegasus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, and I mean, they caught him in the act. He's like, "Hey, you know, what are you, what are you doing?" And Black Knight's like, "You gotta pull off, or you know, you'll answer to the Black Knights." And this guy's like a flying horse is out racing me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they, they do yeah, notice. They yeah, yeah, go ahead. They do notice that Super Adaptoids not fighting like them or how they're supposed to be, and. Uh, He's like, oh, I can't access its files, so it's matching us with one that remembers, since it doesn't know us. And Danny's like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, they are in fight. You know, like, yeah, so yeah. He hasn't had a lot of time to sit and think about it. So. <laughs> Can't believe they fell for that one. <laughs> and Songbird explanation, yeah. is about to get hit, but Black Knight goes in front, charges up his shield, shoots it back, him with the old, you know, taking the shield shoot out of the sword thing, and Songbird's like, oh, that was wonderful, and <laughs> that he, uh, is this if, the if Beetle the guy? basically falling at the feet of Black Knight, yeah. except for White Tiger, who's all for Danny. And who's getting jealous? Is this the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this the Beetle? Yeah, I think so. Is okay. it Beetle? Mac 5 or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's Mac, Mac 5 and Songbird have a relationship. Yeah. Songbird's yeah. my girl. Is that bum trying to beat my time? This is why I don't read teen books. <laughs> it's always like the Beatles. It's annoying. Um, anyway. Uh, so Power Man and Atlas, who apparently poses Power Man at one point, team up and they start... Like, why are they all punching this dude? <laughs> Did they get the briefing? Like, don't punch this guy no. who's using your powers? Like, They're just idiots. Yeah. But uh, they already got he already got Atlas's power, so Atlas can keep punching him, I guess. So he can't do he can't absorb any That's more true. of his powers than he mm. already did. So. I don't know about look though. <laughs> that was that was a bad decision. Yeah, could have indestructible skin after. Yeah. So Moonstone gets between Ant Man and Citizen Five and says, "Hey." Uh, if that's your daughter in there, maybe try appeal to her as Scott Lang. You know, and... Finally, somebody comes up with a good idea. I wouldn't say it's a great idea, but I mean, it works. Pretty so. good idea. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and then Susan Fire's like, what the hell? And she's like, hey, you know, uh, if he gets killed, then, the, you know, he can't keep the child from dying, and it's more playable as an accident, you know? So... Yeah. Uh, Daddy uses the Iron Fist on Super Adaptoid, and wow, what a surprise! Super Adaptoid has an Iron Fist and a collar. Um, mm. Afterwards, yeah, and he has a sword. A, uh, uh, brand. He gets the brand as well. Yeah, and the sword and everything, and it's a bunch of morons. Um, not doing a good job here. Uh, but uh, that he's like, you know. My primary directive is the destruction of Captain America and the Accursed Avengers. And I thought this might be the resolution. Like, oh, they'll tell him that the Avengers are already dead, and he'll shut down yeah, or something. Yeah. 
uh, which would be like soundtrack. But then they didn't do that, and they did the. Mm-hmm. So Scott Lang goes up and speaks through to his daughter, and the daughter's like, "Hey, leave my daddy alone!" and shuts down a Mazo. It's just like operating the OS at home. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a really cool, uh, gross panel where Super Adaptoid shuts down, though. Yeah, it is. It gets all, like, gooey and ugh, and I liked it. Uh, yeah. Things sticking out like a body horror, so... It's probably my favourite panel of the issue. So. I would have wanted to find out what would have happened to the Super Adaptoid if he found out that the Avengers were dead. Yeah, that would have... So, pr- I think it would have shut down. Hmm. Yeah, because his primary objective's done. Yeah. So that should stop him. Instead, we get a, a pep talk, though. Mm-hmm. From the dad to the child, and uh, it's over. So I'm, I'm curious as to why uh, Ostrander went that way. I don't know. Like, uh, there seems to be a few weird inconsistencies in this issue. Like, they deliberately point out that attacking him gives him powers and not to do that but then they, and then they do it again do later <laughs> yeah, like it's not so... just one of them like they all do it yeah everybody does yeah. they don't they don't really talk about it but it does happen um yeah but anyway uh so thunderbolts we're gonna take the super adaptive into custody daddy's like hang on oracle has custody then thunderbolt uh citizen five's like shut up <laughs> mm. uh oracle lost control of the creature it could have endangered the city we will take it until the authorities can discard its best disposition and the discussion, and Danny goes, for now. So Danny just lets him walk all over him. Uh, and, yeah, then the press uh, interviews, like, Citizen 5, and they report, you know, uh, the heroes for hire were unable to deal with the situation. So the Thunderbolts handled it, or lent a hand. Um, and they point out, uh, Luke points out, it's like, hey, we saved them, not the other way around, which is true. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Hammond is like, you know, something doesn't quite ring true to me. From now on, let's keep one eye on one watchful eye. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. This uh, is never discussed again. Oh, uh, isn't it? Right. <laughs> I liked that better than um last couple of issues. I thought this was like a fun... Oh, yeah. More straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Even if there were some things that didn't make sense, it didn't really bug me too much. So, yeah. Next hey. month we reveal Iron Fist secrets. Yeah. Even though he's a billionaire, he's an avid coupon cutter. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Maybe he's, uh, I like the fact can't that pass uh, up the sale. I like the fact that we have. Uh, uh, guys on the team who have secrets upon secrets. Yeah. Like uh, Hammond does, and Danny has his own agenda. So it's cool. And you love Thunderbolts. Yeah. <laughs> White Tiger, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, and then Tiger. White Tiger's secret was just revealed. So, so many secrets and hidden agendas, and that's for issue eight. Yeah. Yeah. 
But there's not a lot to say about it because it, this is more action driven. Yeah, um, it was it's a fun little yeah. little team up. But more importantly, ten days till Moon Knight. That's very important. <laughs> ten days, man. Ten days. Oh wow. The the Tekken anime just got announced, so everything else is like dead to me. That's where it's at. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, but so everyone, hope you enjoyed. Sorry about the. There's just a lot to go through. There's a lot of stuff. Um, but you know, aside for those two issues, I'm still enjoying the run. I like the artwork. Um, mm-hmm. n- not exactly compelled to see where it goes, but I'm happy to keep reading. You know, just because I like the style all the time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next time will probably be the next issue of the new Iron Fist run. Yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Should do. And next time we it's do... out in six days, I think. Okay. Next time we do Heroes for Hire, we will do uh, eight and nine. Nice. So, yeah, until next time, may your... Uh... Fist? Yeah, fist. May your belly button shoot a ray to destroy yeah. your bad guy. That was very funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that. Like Ant-Man did, yeah. Alright, peace. Take care, bye Bye-bye. Bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sonsofthedragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.